thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Psalm 119 verse 105. Greetings. Welcome back to the broadcast. I'm Sean. Website can be found at scriptureandprophecy.com. That's where you go to find the archives and that's where you go to support this mission of truth. Well, once again, we're going to start this week with some wisdom, some encouragement from the Psalms and from the Proverbs. We're getting real close to finishing the book of Psalms, which we've been working through for a very, very long time. We're going to read Psalm 136 today, uh, which is one of those Psalms that's very clear about its uh, message. And this message is basically a praise to God and a reminder that his mercy endureth forever. And we're going to hear this like 20 times in this song. His mercy endureth forever. And it's a reminder to us of how great God is. And how merciful he is. And how he can be trusted. And then of course we're going to read uh, from the Proverbs, which we've recently started reading from again. I think maybe the third time we've worked through the book of Proverbs, and we're ready for chapter 2. And so that is what is on the agenda for this morning. I've prayed in the name of Jesus that this word will go forth and pierce hearts and cause many to draw closer to him. And I pray that uh, you are blessed by this work this morning. Thank you for providing me the privilege to do this work. Uh, week after week after week through your great generosity and through your prayers and support. Um, Couldn't do it without you. All right, let's begin. I'm actually going to read Psalm 136 from the King James Bible. And then this morning I'm going to, after that, switch to the Hallelujah Scriptures for today. Uh, So just to make things a little interesting and to shake things up just a little bit. All right, let's start with Psalm 136. Verse 1. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endureth forever. Oh, give thanks to the God of gods, for his mercy endureth forever. Give thanks to the Lord of hosts, for his mercy endureth forever. To him alone doth great wonders, for his mercy endureth forever. To him that by wisdom made the heavens, for his mercy endureth forever. To him that stretched out the earth above the waters, for his mercy endureth forever. To him that made great lights, for his mercy endureth forever. The sun to rule by day, for his mercy endureth forever. The moon and stars to rule by night, for his mercy endureth forever. To him that smote Egypt in their firstborn, for his mercy endureth forever. And brought out Israel from among them, for his mercy endureth forever. With a strong hand and with a stretched out arm, for his mercy endureth forever. To him which divided the Red Sea into parts, for his mercy endureth forever. 
and made Israel to pass through the midst of it, for his mercy endureth forever. But overthrew Pharaoh and his host in the Red Sea, for his mercy endureth forever. To him which led his people through the wilderness, for his mercy endureth forever. To him which smote great kings, for his mercy endureth forever. And slew famous kings, for his mercy endureth forever. Sihon, king of the Amorites, for his mercy endureth forever. And Og, the king of Bashan, for his mercy endureth forever. And gave their land for a heritage, for his mercy endureth forever. Even a heritage unto Israel, his servant, for his mercy endureth forever. Who remembered us in our low estate, for his mercy endureth forever. And hath redeemed us from our enemies, for his mercy endureth forever. Who giveth food to all flesh, for his mercy endureth forever. O give thanks unto the God of heaven, for his mercy endureth forever. And that is Psalm 136, a reminder of the obvious theme, which is that God has done all these amazing things, and that his mercy endureth forever. And these things are, you know, they were a reminder to the Hebrews of all that God had done for them, and that God could be trusted, and that God is faithful He's saying, look, and, and this is something that we need reminded of today, especially as we look to, at the world and the condition of everything and the uprising of such great and horrible evil. You know, it's a reminder that, hey, God's mercy endureth forever. He's the one that made the heavens, right? He made the sun and the moon and the stars. He's the one who smote Egypt, the greatest empire of that time. He brought his people out from among them with a strong hand and with a stretched out arm. He divided the Red Sea. He made Israel to pass through the midst of it, but overthrew Pharaoh and the host in the Red Sea. He led his people through the wilderness. He smote great kings, famous kings even, King Sihon of the Amorites and King Og of Bashan. And he gave the land to his people for an inheritance. He gave the heritage unto Israel. He remembered his people in their low estate. And he redeemed them from their enemies. He gave food to all. So give thanks unto God. Why? Because his mercies endureth forever. These are reminders that I myself even need on a regular basis to remind myself that, hey, we serve the one who made all things. We serve the one who sent the plagues upon Egypt and rescued his people. Now, I want to switch to Psalm 137, which is only nine verses. But this psalm deals with the heartache of when God's people went into the captivity of Babylon. And it has some strong language about how this writer feels and what he hopes for the future for Babylon, this evil empire that did this evil thing unto God's people. 
And so, if in nothing else, it's just a strong reminder that there's been so many before us who've dealt with these uh, with these strong circumstances, with these harsh circumstances. So let's take a look at that. I'm going to start reading from the Holy Scriptures for the rest of this morning. Psalm 137, and then we'll move on to Proverbs 2. Psalm 137, Hallelujah Scriptures. By the rivers of Babel, there we sat down and we wept as we, remer- as we remembered Zion. We hung our lyres upon the willows in the midst of it. For there our captors asked us for the words of a song. And our plunderers for rejoicing sing to us a song of Zion. How could we sing a song of Jehovah on foreign land? If I forget you, O Yerushalayim, let my right hand forget. Let my tongue cling to my palate. If I do not remember you, if I do not exalt Yerushalayim above my chief joy, remember, O Jehovah against the sons of Edom, the day of Jerusalem, who said, Lay it bare, lay it bare to its foundation. O daughter of Babel, who are to be destroyed, blessed is he that repays you your deed. What you did to us. Blessed is he who shall take and dash your little ones against the rock. And that is Psalm 136. I mean, Psalm 137. Uh, in the Hallelujah Scriptures, it doesn't actually say blessed. It says Baruch, which is the word blessed in Hebrew. I usually just transliterate that on the fly because it gets people confused. But it says Baruch is he who repays you or your deed. What you did to us, Baruch is he who shall take and dash your little ones against a rock. And that is some strong language from the psalmist. It's almost the same, blessed is he who destroys your children for what you've done to us and what you've done to Jerusalem. Okay, let's move on, get some wisdom to start our week. Proverbs chapter 2, and then we'll be done for this morning. Open up your hearts. Let's take a look at this here. Verse 1. My son. If you accept my words and treasure up my commandments with you, so that you make your ear to attend to wisdom, incline your heart to understanding. For if you cry for discernment, lift up your voice for understanding. If you seek her as silver and search for her as a hidden treasure, then you would understand the reverence of of Jehovah and find the knowledge of Elohim. For Jehovah gives wisdom out of his mouth, knowledge and understanding, and he treasures up stability for the straight, a shield for those walking blamelessly, to watch over the paths of right ruling, and the ways of his kind ones he guards. Then you would understand righteousness and right ruling and straightness, every good path. For wisdom would enter your heart and knowledge be pleasant to your being. Discretion would guard you. 
Understanding would watch over you to deliver you from the evil way. From the man who speaks perversities. Those who leave the paths of straightness to walk in the ways of darkness, who rejoice to do evil, they delight in the perversities of evil, whose paths are crooked and they are perverted in their ways. To deliver you from the strange woman, from the foreigners who flatters her with her words, who forsake the companion of, your, of her youth and has forgotten the covenant of her Elohim. For her house is sunk down to death, and her paths to death. None going in to her returns, nor do they reach the paths of high, that is to say life. So walk in the ways of goodness, and guard the paths of righteousness. For the straight shall dwell in the earth, and the perfect be left in it. But the wicked shall be cut off from the earth and the treacherous ones plucked out of it. That is Proverbs 2, but we're going to take a minute and just kind of examine it a little closer here before we close. So, let's just read back through and kind of think a little bit deeper on it. And just take a little more time and get some understanding. First of all, the writer is obviously writing to his son, and he's saying... Listen, treasure up my commands with you. Make your ear attend to wisdom and incline your heart to understanding. For if you cry for discernment, lift up your voice for understanding. If you seek her as, as silver and search her for as a hidden treasure, then you would understand the reverence of Jehovah and find the knowledge of Elohim. Many translations say you would understand the fear of the Lord, right? And find the knowledge of God. So, so the first thing the, psalm, or the proverb writer is, is saying is he's telling his sons to prioritize the seeking of wisdom and understanding. Seek it the same way and with the same vigor that you seek after silver or some hidden treasure. The goal here is to have the under, to understand the fear of the Lord, which we know from the scriptures is the beginning of all wisdom, right? And the knowledge of Elohim. Four, Jehovah gives wisdom out of his mouth, knowledge and understanding, and he treasures up stability. In other words, he treasures up righteousness straight pathness he treasures up stability for the straight he treasures up stability the king james says he layeth up sound wisdom for the righteous he treasures up stability for the straight for the righteous a shield to those walking blamelessly walking up rightly verse 8 to watch over the paths of right ruling and the way of his kind ones he guards. In other words, the way of his saints. He's protecting, he's looking over the things of his saints who are walking uprightly, who are walking in righteousness. Listen, there's reward from God, there's protection from God, 
there's favor from God when you're walking in his ways and doing what he says. Contrary to what is taught today in most churches and by most Christians, your actions matter and God cares about it and he is a rewarder of them who do what he says. And right here, we're talking about gaining the gaining wisdom from God. And then he's keeping and preserving his saints because they are keeping his judgments and walking in his righteousness. Verse 9, then you would understand righteousness and right ruling and straightness every good path. For wisdom would enter your heart and knowledge would be pleasant to your being. Discretion would guard you. Understanding would watch over you. For what purpose? Verse 12, to deliver you from the evil way. From the man who speaks perversities. Those who leave the paths of straightness. To walk in the ways of darkness. Who rejoice to do evil. They delight in the perversities of evil. Whose paths are crooked. And they are perverted in their ways. Here's another reason that he's given you discretion and trying to guard your understanding and watching over your understanding to deliver you, verse 16, from the strange woman. I think that goes without saying what that's talking about. It's going after fornication. It's going after lust. It's a, there's a strange, attractive woman that he's to guard against that. It leads to destruction. Here's what it says. To deliver you from the strange woman, from the foreigner who flatters with her words, who forsakes the companion of your youth, and has forgotten the covenant of her Elohim. For her house has, her house has sunk down to death, and her paths to the dead. Knowing going, no one going in to her returns. Nor do they reach the paths of high, the paths of the paths of life. None that go into her return again, it says. So walk in the ways of goodness, and guard the paths of righteousness, for the straight shall dwell in the earth. For the upright is what it's saying, for the upright shall dwell in the earth. And the perfect be left in it, but the wicked shall be cut off from the earth, and the treacherous ones plucked out of it. And that is Proverbs chapter 2. I thank you so much for listening this morning. I pray you've been blessed. pray your hearts have been pierced. I pray that this is setting you on the right path to start this week with some wisdom and some encouragement, encouraging you in the righteousness of God, giving you wisdom from the Lord, not from me, but from His Word, which as we read is a light to my path, right? A light to my lamp to my feet. Thank you for listening, friends. Please consider supporting this mission of truth. It cannot be done without you. Scriptureandprophecy.com Peace grace be with all of you. And until next time, God bless.